Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I am Danny Ortiz. And I am Ryan McCarsky. Ryan, early in the morning when we rise up and seek him, David said, um, how are you this morning? I am doing great, Danny. How are you doing? Man, I'm full, man. We, we've we just had a great conversation. Um, it's like we we have uh, the spirit starts working as soon as we get on this uh, on this on this uh, call. Amen. Amen. Uh, I got to say, Danny, um, the last couple of weeks, Mike and you, uh, it's been digging. It's been digging deep. I when I'm not on, I'm a total fan, man. I just listen. I I contemplate. It's it's so fun. Um, I was telling Mike this too. The way you guys vibe, you guys have known each other for so long that it, it just flows so well, man. I, I love the the one last week. I know you've been getting a lot about the the narcissism one, and man, it just it digs deep and makes you if you really want to do the hard truth and look in the mirror, man, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's good though. We good. we've been getting a well, first of all, we missed you on, and uh we're gonna do that a lot more this year. You two on and 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 Love back it. and forth with both of you guys, and then hopefully yeah. one one will do all of us together. But I will I wanna say this about the narcissism one. I mean, uh, literally, we've been getting I've been getting bombarded by so many people that have listened to it, that it's speaking to their hearts. And what I've come to the conclusion, Ryan, and uh <laughs> is that. Because I've gained a conclusion for myself, and I said this the last time, once I read the book and once the Holy Spirit started talking to me about narcissism, I the first response I had was to put my face in the ground and say, what was me? I'm a man of unclean lips, right? And work on me. And so yep. what has, has highlighted, Ryan, now I want folks to understand, like this whole pride thing, um, because this whole pride series Many people have gotten so much out of it. And again, thank you for the listeners. I know when you come to listen to the Way Podcast, you really come to study the scriptures. If you're listening to the Way Podcast, you want to learn the scriptures and you want to grow in God, right? That's it. All of us are on a journey of growth and we want more of God. But Ryan, what I've learned is this, is that we have to remember pride is the old nature. Mm -hmm. And it shows, it highlights even last couple of weeks I would say last week specifically, as we talked about narcissism, how much and how easy, how much and how easy it is for to enter into the flesh, to walk in the flesh, to do things in the flesh, right? If we were in Bible study this week and uh, many people were talking about, um, you and I were in a Bible study on Sunday and people kept on talking about, well, you know, people don't want to hear the word and and and, and, and this, and and, I, and, I, and the Holy Spirit started speaking to me when I left there, like, the flesh doesn't want to hear the word. The flesh wants yeah. to do its thing. The flesh wants to, you know, he wants, our flesh wants to be coddled. It wants to be pampered to. It wants to be hugged. But our spirit man cries out for the life of the word of God. And sometimes we don't want to hear the word because our flesh just don't want to hear the word. But the flesh is, but the word is the one that brings freedom just like Jesus said, it is written and walking in the spirit brings freedom. And so what happens a lot of times is our flesh is out of control. And what I found out through this whole pride series, uh, Ryan, I'm talking about Daniel Ortiz, that my flesh a lot of times is out of control. 
And there is a huge battle between my flesh and the spirit. Yeah, Danny, since I, since I've been like not on the last couple of weeks, it gives me time really to, to reflect and contemplate and hear, hear what you guys are, are talking about. And man, it, it's, it does, there's such a war every moment of every day uh, from, and, and it can't even be when you're sleeping too, which, it, which is crazy, but it's like, you start really being conscious of when you say things or act a certain way at least for me over the last couple of weeks, really honing in, it's like, man, that was, that was prideful. I didn't even really mean for that to be. It's like, it's so, it's almost, it's sad, but it's so natural us to be more flesh driven and less spirit driven that it, we almost have to be intentional, really intentional with like, like trying to engage with the spirit or it's easy to fall back in the flesh that's why we talk about it's it's a warring of the of the old and new nature all the time and this and for some reason this pride thing there's a reason why probably in first john chapter two it talks about the lust of the flesh and the pride of life i'm sure that's why those are two of the three things that will affect all of us while we're here and, and you were just meant, that's what verse came to me when I was thinking about it. And I was like, that's so true. You, you are right. You hit the nail right on the, like the hammer right on the nail, man. It, we so all deal with it, right? All of us. It puts everybody in the same playing field. We know that we're going to have this battle with the friend. That's why, again, we're going to read some scripture right now. Galatians 5.16. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. So I started thinking, what do you do to walk in the spirit? Well, Galatians 5.25, which is a couple of verses down from that, it says, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Uh, okay. So, so number one, he says, walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit automatically gets you not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. He's yep. not even talking about the lust of the flesh. We know you said something powerful, Ryan. It's automatic from you that you're going to have some pride issue. It's automatic from you that you're going to have some lust issue. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. That is going to be automatic because you are housed in this thing called flesh. Mm -hmm. So how do we walk in the spirit? Well, we have to live in the spirit. Well, how do we live in the spirit? Well, you have to be born of the spirit. So we have to walk in the spirit. We have to live in the spirit. How do I walk in the spirit? I live in the spirit. How do I live in the spirit? Well, John chapter three, verses five to six. John chapter three, verses five to six says, Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of the water and the spirit, meaning the water through a woman, the water being broken of a woman, and you're being born of the woman, and then being born of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God that which is born of the flesh is of the flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is born of the spirit. So we walk in the spirit by living in the spirit. I can only live in the spirit if I've been born of the spirit. Once I know that I'm born in the spirit, now John chapter 16, verse 13, there's a guiding, there's an abiding. I feel the Holy Ghost to talk about this, man. This We have to abide in the Holy Spirit and God. John 16, 13 tells us, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, 
He will guide you into all truth, but he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he he hears, he will speak. Now, have you? I, I haven't seen this to this morning. I want to explore this with you, Ryan. Mm -hmm. the, the way that we operate in the spirit is by having our ears to the spirit. But the Holy Spirit himself also has to have his ears attuned uh -huh. to Jesus. <laughs> but whatever he hears, he will speak. Yes. <laughs> and he will tell you things to come. So he uh -huh. hears so that you can hear. He hears so that you can hear. Man, he, I mean, yeah, like you're saying, he, he has to abide. And then we have to abide. It's, it's, it's a trickle down. That, that's a, I've never, I've never thought that, but yeah, it, it comes so naturally in our mind. Of course the Holy Spirit is, but the Holy Spirit's a person. The Holy Spirit has to make the choice to incline his ear to the Father. And the father tells him, and then he tells us, and then we have to listen to him. That is, that is a perplexing. It's the ontological it, trinity, right? It's, it's uh, that means that word ontological is not some famous. It's just the, the theology that the Holy Spirit leads you to Jesus and Jesus leads you to the father, right? We can't get to the father unless we go through the process of it. But, but as the Godhead is abiding, what the Godhead is doing is they showing us an example of us abiding. And so the, in, the, the, the invitation of the Father is to do what the, the Godhead is doing themselves. The Godhead, the Father is abiding with the Son and the Son with the Spirit and the Spirit with the Son and the Spirit with the Father. And they are abiding. And the invitation to us is to abide. But they're not just saying abide out of nowhere. No, look at the example of the abiding. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. That, and that, that is, that's, that's on another level. But, that, but what you just said highlights the Holy Spirit as a person. And, I, and we've talked about this many times on, on here, that he gets neglected. We always talk about, Je like, we always talk about Jesus, right? Which is, and we, we talk about the Father, but we neglect the Holy Spirit. And think about the importance. If we didn't have, if he wasn't listening, then like we would not have the connection. We would not have it. We need, like he is so vital. We, we talked about maybe on Sunday or, or um, that we need him so much. We need to know him so well because he is our connection point. It's a life journey. If we listen, you don't have time to worry about whether Sally across the street brought a new car, whether <laughs> Johnny, your cousin, calls you, whether your mom calls you or your sister hurts you because she went on vacation without you. We don't have time for all that if our focus is the Holy Spirit. If your focus is the Holy Spirit, it is a lifelong journey of just learning from the Holy Spirit. And seeing and hearing, listen, listen uh, so we walk in the spirit by living in the spirit. You live in the spirit by understanding that you're born of the spirit. When you're born of the spirit, then you're guided by that which is already here. So he that has it. So he's hearing so that you can hear. Yep. Then you not only are guiding, 
he is leading you according to Romans 8.14. He says, for as many are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So mm -hmm. he's guiding you by how? By you letting him take the lead. Oh, yeah. so he, he's guiding you. How does the Holy Spirit guide you? By saying, go in front of me, wherever you go, I'm going to go. So he's leading you. As he's leading you, he's identifying you. Because Romans 8, 15 to 17, so we read Romans 8, 14. If you keep on reading it, it says, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you receive the spirit of adoption. So it says, for as many as led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit himself bears witness without. So I don't even know that I'm a child unless the Holy Spirit is leading and directing me. But as he's leading me, he's identifying me. And when I know that I'm a child, and if children, then I know I'm heirs, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. And indeed, if we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Mm -hmm. So I walk in the spirit by living in the spirit, I live in the spirit by being born again in the spirit, then I'm guided by the Holy Spirit because I'm hearing what he's hearing. He's lending his ear to his mouth, to my ear. Then he's leading me. In his leading, he identifies me. He tells me who I am. And then we get to Revelation. And Jesus says this seven times in Revelation. And I'm going to read the last time he says it. Now, he says it in Matthew first, Matthew eleven fifteen. Matthew eleven fifteen says this, he who has an ears, let him hear. Mm -hmm. So Jesus says this, he who has an ear, let him hear. Now, in Revelation, he takes it to another level. He ends in Revelation 3, 22. He who has a hear, ear, let him hear what the spirit says. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yep. I have to, he has an ear so that I can develop my ear. <laughs> he has my an ear so I can develop my ear. <laughs> Man. It is it's such a process and it's such a delicacy. So what we were talking about before we got on, our, uh, on the air, right? I'm not going to yep. say everything we're talking about, yep. but how we can be in relationships with people that are not fully there. Why? Yep. Because it's okay. The Holy Spirit is developing their ear. Yeah. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is developing the senses of them hearing, right? Because remember, this whole pride thing, the old nature, what keeps us in the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life, is not having the Spirit of God lead us outside of the flesh. Because remember, humility is only done by the Spirit. Oh, oh, I'm going to say that again, because oh, we're yeah. going to get into this in a couple of weeks. We're going to get to the whole humility thing in a couple of weeks. But humility, yeah. I'm going to say it again. Humili uh, Ryan, go to Proverbs 29, 23. Okay. And read that so that All people right. can know we're, that we're not crazy, that I'm not making this stuff up. 29, 23? Yeah. All right. 
All right, so Proverbs 29, 23 says, a man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. The humble in what? Spirits. The humble in what? Spirits. The humble in spirit. Yeah. See, it's the Holy Spirit driving. Like, we got to get out of these fleshly conversations and this is what, when I left Sunday night, man, the Holy Spirit was just on me speaking. Of, we got to get out of these answers that appease the flesh, mm. that coddled the flesh. We yep. got to get in tune with the Holy Spirit because he's hearing for our ears and he's hearing on our behalf to lead us into a place of identity, to lead us into a place that we understand our oneness with Jesus. And we won't understand the oneness of Jesus if we don't have an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit is depositing in us every single day. So you're going to be driven by pride. You're going to be driven by the flesh if you don't have the Holy Spirit driving you into humility. And like we talked about on Sunday, if you have the Holy Spirit, you hear from him. He talks to you. You don't need someone to hear the Holy Spirit for you. Now, that people can give you a word. That is true. But if you're constantly trying to get someone else's second hand, they got the Holy Spirit told them this, and then you're trying to just hear it that way. We need to, we need as individuals to take time to hear what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you as an individual. Because I know, Danny. You talk to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit tells you specific things for Danny. Holy Spirit 100%. tells specific things for me. But if we're always looking for a fresh word from someone else, it's almost like we're trying to get what the Holy Spirit is probably trying to talk to them about, but then use it for ourselves. when maybe there's, maybe there's something specific for us individually that we need to hear in that moment. But we're too busy trying to hear someone else's that we don't take the time to hear what he's trying to say to us. And you know what? I, I, I'm looking for this scripture because you're a hundred percent. Oh man, the second Timothy, I got to go there because it's what we were talking about last week. Second yep. Timothy four, three and four. Let me get there. But we were talking about this last week, right? With, with Mike, right? With that, that's why we, that's why narcissism is so high right now, right? Why is narcissism yep. so high, especially in the church? Because we lust after hearing from a, a man. Yep. We want a man to lead us. We don't want the Holy Spirit to lead us. Yep. We want a man because the man is going to tell us what we want to hear. Come on, yep. man. The man is yep. going to tell you what your flesh wants to hear. The man is yep. going to coddle you. That's why religion is so safe. Religion is so safe because it feels safe to the flesh. It coddles us. We go yep. in there and we sing the songs and we and, and we we hear the sermon, but it doesn't bring any last long life, but it makes our flesh feel good. Oh, he says some things that made my flesh feel good. The Holy Spirit is constantly going to drive you outside of your flesh. And sometimes when you have, listen, I'm going to be honest, when you're having these discussions with the Holy Spirit, it's almost like madness because he's not letting you He's not letting you water on your flesh. He said, yep. no, get out of your flesh. And you're like, but I want to live in this flesh like a little baby. I want to live in this flesh. I love my flesh. And he said, yeah, but I don't <laughs> want you to live in the flesh. And that's why we love hearing a human voice. That's why we, yep. that's why these leaders become, we become, 
they become our idols. Ryan, yep. we were talking about this yep. last These leaders become our idols because we yep. worship them because they tell us what we want to hear. Yep. Yep. Listen, look at what 2 Timothy 4.3 says this. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, Uh, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure affliction to do the work of the evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. We talked about this on Sunday. All of us do evangelism. What's evangelism? Allowing Jesus to flow through you. That's it. It's no <laughs> big title. It's looking like Jesus, acting like Jesus. But listen what it says. It says, and it, this is one of my, my brother Manny's favorite scriptures, man. It's one of his favorite scriptures. It is literally, I'm thinking about Manny right now, my brother, because he loves the scripture. Because it, 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 for the time will come. When they will not endure sound doctrine, but mm. according to their own desires, because they have itchy ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Man. I didn't write that. that but that's that's speaking... That's speaking of the times when we'd rather not spend time alone with the Lord, but rather just turn a sermon on so that you can hear a quick, a quick, really good word that'll make you feel better. But we don't want, I think truthfully, a lot of times we're scared to actually encounter the Holy Spirit because he might actually tell us the truth and we actually don't want to hear it. Come on, come on. We don't, we, I'll say it again. We don't, we don't want to get alone with him. Cause he will actually tell us the truth about ourselves, And I think one of the toughest things to do is to look ourselves in the face in the mirror and realize who we really are. And he will tell us the truth, no matter he's not trying to hurt us, but it may hurt our feelings because that's the flesh. It's well, the I mean, flesh loves flesh. It'll, it'll affect our feelings. And he's saying, I mean, in the most gentle way, I don't care about your feelings. I want to get you to a place where you're not in the flesh anymore. Remember, he will lead and guide you to truth. Truth. Truth hurts sometimes. Truth. The truth. (laughs) Tell the truth. Tell the truth, somebody. (laughs) Tell the truth. And sometimes we don't want to hear the truth about ourselves. Yep. Yep. If we hear, because we know we love the evil way. We are the flesh loves the evil way. Yep. We love pride. We love to be married to pride. The flesh loves to be hype and coddled. I want people to look at me. I want to be significant. I was talking to a brother this week and he's like uh, telling me, man, I don't find nothing in life. And I'm like, because you're looking through the carnal eyes, bro. <laughs> but I mean, that's the truth, man. What are you talking about? Like you, I love when the Holy Spirit removes the obstacles in our lives that were the illusions. Ah, they were illusions in our lives of self-worth. Oh, man. We have illusions of self-worth. We have illusions in our lives of things that make us feel important. And the oh. Holy Spirit will start sometimes 
unrattling our cages and and taking that red string and, and unrattling that 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 outfit so that we can see us for what it is we have illusions around us of self-worth and we find our self-worth in being a dad we find our self-worth in being a husband we find our self-worth in being a singer a musician a preacher a teacher you name down the line and we find and those are illusions. That that hits deep. That hits deep. But that's true. We all we all have them. I always I always say to people, what happens when you meet someone new? You shake their hand and say, "Hey, I'm so and so," and then you start rattling off about yourself. And most of the stuff about yourself is an illusion of what you used to do, or what you currently do, or what successes you've had. And it's easy for them to slip in, but those are like, oh, they are illusions. And I, I love when we talk, Danny, and you're like, you know, I'm just a son. Like, if you strip it all away, I'm just a son, a son of God. And that's it. And, and again, that, that's where we're, we're all sons and daughters. And if we could just strip it back to that, we'd never have to worry about, well, this is what I did. So I better build my resume here or, you know, that I'm, I'm driving this or I, I'm wearing that or I have this house or, or whatever. Um, those are all illusions. We hide, we hide behind those. But one of the reasons that we don't like to be just sons because it puts us all in the same playing field. That's it. We That's all become it. equal. Ah, We all become crushed, equal at that time. It, 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 comparison. It, it crushes. We love it. We love, we love being better than somebody else. I will say that again. Our flesh loves being better than somebody else. We love being domineering. We love being the, the man. Remember, I said it last week when, when Nathan told him, you're the man. You're the man, right? <laughs> and he was not saying it like, yeah, you're the man, like a good thing. He was saying, you're the man, David. It's a bad thing, right? And so we love having a domineering. We talked about this on Sunday night when we talked about discipleship. We love having this thing like, ah, I'm over. Like the Lord has done better. You know, I, I know the Lord better. You know me because I got that brand new car in the house. So, you know, I'm closer to God than you are. Like we love to, you know, I've been there. And I'm telling you, we all fight it. We all yeah. fight it. Yep. Yep. But oh. according to scripture, it's the evil way. Look yep. at what Proverbs 8, 13 says. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13 says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. <laughs> I'm going to say this again because <clears throat> we need the fear of the Lord back into the world yep. and the proper seeing God. We got to properly, the fear of the Lord, when I hear it, Ryan, all I hear is properly see God. When you mm -hmm. properly see God, you hate evil. Pride yeah. and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Mm -hmm. Pride and arrogance in the evil way. Pride and arrogance in the evil way. So what's the evil way? Pride and arrogance. Pride and arrogance are the evil way. And yep. guess what we do? We love the evil way. We do. We do. And we just got to be honest with ourselves. But the evil way comes with some things, man. It comes yep. with some weight. When you're living in the flesh, when you leave it in the flesh and are operating by the flesh and are operating in the old nature, 
the number one thing it's going to come into is Proverbs 11.2, which is what happened in the garden. What happened in the garden? Well, Proverbs 11.2. What does that say, Ryan? What does is, what is Proverbs 11.2 says? It says, when pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The first thing that comes is shame, man. We're walking this evil way, and we just talked about it here a few minutes ago. We can identify as a son because our pride is out of control, and it's bringing shame upon us. And we don't even know that we're allowing pride to open the window to shame, which is what happened to Adam and Eve when they ate of the knowledge of the uh, of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What happened? Shame came in. Why? Because pride was elevated. They thought they're going to be better than God. And so shame came in and they, they couldn't see themselves for the Lord calling them and saying, where are you, Adam? They had to go and hide and be shameful and live. And, and it is weird how I, I feel the Holy Ghost of this, man, because this happens, happened to me. I'm talking about Daniel Ortiz. You, you're having this moment of pride, and then it's weird. It leads you straight. It should lead you to, like, I'm the man. It automatically leads you to, like, I'm shameful for who I am. Oh, my goodness. But that, but that right there, that's the spirit, Danny. Like, think, like, before, before I, I, I received the Holy Spirit, like, truthfully, if I if my pride built up, I would have lived in that and been and been elated that I was that I was that. But as soon as the Holy Spirit came in, you hit it right on the head. You hit it right on the head where it's like you thought you'd feel this way. And then the and then the shame comes in. And I truly believe it's because the spirit is like, hey, Danny, you know what that was? And and. I'm not saying, and again, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the Holy Spirit brings shame by any means, but it, it, you feel it because you know, like that was out of alignment of how you should be walking. You feel the shame of the flesh. Listen, flesh begot flesh. And if you're doing everything in the flesh, it only leads to destruction. It yep. only leads, look at Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride yep. goes before destruction and a hearty spit and a hearty spirit before a fall. Pride comes before destruction, right? In a hearty spirit before the, you're not living in the spirit of God. You're living in the spirit of the flesh. And that only leads to shame. That only leads to what happened to Adam and Eve. I'm going to go hide. I'm going to go hide. Why? Because you can't sustain yourself in the flesh. I was, I was thinking as you're, as you're talking about Adam and Eve, and this might be just an exploration for us all. It's like if they didn't eat of the tree, imagine how free they they would have felt. Like in terms of that pride that 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 wouldn't have even came up. They would be living free literally with the Lord. That's what we that's what we were supposed to be like. And and when we do, I man, this speaking that for everyone. If when we do feel like we're following the spirit, we have to really tap into that because that's the feeling that ideally always should have been this pride thing. Not shouldn't actually have been there, but it's funny that most of us operate, including myself, probably in pride way more than ever operating the way ideally we should have been able to. Oh, absolutely. Because 
we live in the flesh. That's we it. are we, when I wake up in the morning, the flesh is there. Like we're not we're not living full. We're not living in the fullness of God until we see him face to face. We're yep. not living as full spiritual mature creatures until God perfects us fully, right? And until yep. he perfects us fully, the flesh is going to be there doing his thing. So we we're not living out of this house of the flesh. Right. Yep. And so in the end of the day, we have to begin to walk in the spirit and we have to begin to allow the Holy Spirit. And this is this is the key, allowing the Holy Spirit. To really lead us and guide us, allowing the Holy Spirit to take us where he needs to take us, having mm -hmm. our ear open to the spirit, having our hearts open to the spirit. This thing got to be done by the spirit and the spirit alone. And I think yeah. a lot of times we, and then and, and it's this, and, and these are the practical ways. We have to be attentive because I, I don't know about anybody else that's listening, but man, the Holy Spirit constantly is knocking at my door. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's like you said this earlier, when you, when you left the conversation with somebody, the Holy Spirit said, you know, did you have to say that? And you're like, no, I don't even know why I said that. I said that because yeah. I was in my flesh. I mm -hmm. said that because my flesh was going crazy. I, I said that because my flesh wanted want it to be hyped up right and and but if you listen to the holy spirit what he does he highlights that in you so that you don't go back to that same time so that when you get the next opportunity right because remember yep. the opportunities are always going to come yep. for you to conquer the flesh mm -hmm. yep what does yep. James tells us, man? We'll aim with James. Let's aim. Let's aim with James. Holy Spirit, sake. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm gonna say that again. You're always gonna have opportunities to overcome the flesh, and mm -hmm. I love the Holy Spirit because He's so gentle with us, and I love the Lord because He never lets you fail a test. That's good. It's like you as a teacher. You can't yep. do this. You can't give the same test over and over until they pass it. Right. You as a teacher, right. once you can. But the Holy Spirit, he'll give you the test over and over and over. Just ask the children of Israel who for 40 years just went round and round in a circle. Why? You got to pass the test. But but I do I do have to say in, in school now, which is way different, we are, we are into very much growth. So it may not be the same test. But it is a different version, same material, because at the end of the day, we do want kids to learn. I think that is that is a actually a pretty good comparison there that ideally I want kids to to succeed. And we I think we all do. And I think that's that's where the Lord's in there. He, he's like, I'm going to do whatever I can. I want you to I want you to succeed. I think I've said that to kids, too. And it's like, man, that's how the Lord is with us. He wants us to, he wants us to pass. He wants us to do well. I love, I love that. Listen, I listen, I love that they doing that because what they mean is they walking with the, they walking in the spirit, man. When you educate that way, there's no, there's no failure in this. It says, uh, uh, James 1 12 says this, blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. I'm going to say this again. Blessed is the man who endures it. When you endure, when you pass the test, you're going to be approved. You pass the test. But what happens once you're approved? Then you receive the crown. 
then you receive the, the word crown there is the victory over that which kept you in bondage. You have victory when you endure, when you continue to walk in the spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to work these things out in us, working out your salvation, meaning letting him daily work some things out, listening and saying, man, when I get to that opportunity again of, of meeting another new person, I'm not going to lead with, oh, look at me. and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have ears to hear. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit speak through me. And I'm going to be having, be gentle in my heart to listen to the gentle whisper of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so good, man. That's so good. So we're on a journey, y'all. All of us are on a journey together. To what? To walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. To walk in the new nature, right? And again, we got probably one more week about pride, and then we're going to talk about humility because humility is walking in the spirit. We already heard, saw it. We already read it in Proverbs where it says, humility in the spirit. Humility is only done through the Holy Spirit. That's it's it. only done. If you have self-humility, it's still pride. <laughs> if you have self-humility, it's still pride. A lot. A lot of times. A lot of times. Man, uh, man, I'm praying that you guys are enjoying this. Ryan and I and Mike are enjoying this, man. The word is such a such such rich. Ryan, I'm gonna give you last word. Oh man. Well, I just, you know, I, I pray that our listeners this this week before next week really start to, to press into the Holy Spirit and start to lift, allow the Holy Spirit to tell you some of the hard truths about where you may be operating in pride. And then ask the Holy Spirit, how do I break out of this? Like, what lead me towards not being so prideful? Um, and again, we all battle with it day to day. So that's why we need the Holy Spirit to be able to allow him to speak into our lives. And then let's follow what he says. Because ultimately it's coming from all the way at the top. <laughs> Come on. Shalom, Maranatha, until okay. next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.